Hello, this is Justin Coleman, Senior Pastor at University UMC, and this is our podcast. I hope these messages engage your mind, touch your heart, and inspire you to serve God and your neighbor. Check us out online at universityumc.church. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, wow, Charlie and Rebecca, those jokes. Um, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to add to that. You've had enough. Um, Thank you for that uh, playtime. That was great. Uh, this Sunday, we begin a new sermon series uh, titled Language Lessons. It's, uh, some of you have seen this in our uh, emails to you. It's based on uh, a movie uh, of the same title, Language Lessons, that has five movements. And it's a movie that is about friendship. Now, it's, that movie is not about any kind of religious friendship, necessarily speaking, but it does speak to the concept of agape, uh, a kind of loving friendship that we talk about uh, in the church. And so that's what this series will be uh, about. Now, speaking of friends, I want to uh, let you know where two of our friends are. So Pastor Lindsay, I want you to pray for Pastor Lindsay this morning. She is uh, with a, a, a church uh, that she'd uh, been a pastor of before they asked her to come at the dedication of their, of their newly formed church, a group of people who'd gone from one church that had disaffiliated, that had left the Methodist church, and is now forming a new church. And so it's a special moment for her to be with them at the dedication. She'll be back with us next week. We, we want to pray for uh, Pastor Lindsay and that crowd. Uh, also, uh, Pastor Jameson. Pastor Jameson has been back with us for a few weeks now, but he is focusing all of his attention and efforts on our uh, financial office. So he is both our chief operational officer and our chief financial officer during this time. And so he's, his ministry is focused Monday through Wednesday. So continue to pray for uh, Pastor Jameson. You'll see him uh, here in the chancel every now and then, but for the most part over these coming uh, weeks, he's going to be focused Monday to Friday in the financial office. So uh, be praying for both of those friends in, in those ways. And as we talk about friendship today, please go with me to the Lord in prayer. Uh, gracious Lord, I pray that you would speak through me and perhaps even in spite of me. And so let the humble words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Friendship. All right, so uh, kiddos, when you think of uh, friendship, do you have a song that comes to mind? Is there any song that comes to mind when you think about friendship? Anybody? No one's got a song? Okay, think about this one. Think about uh, Toy Story. Y'all know the movie Toy Story? All right, yeah, yeah. You've got a friend in me. Y'all remember that? We love that song. Um, okay, I'm going to turn to some of the adults here. Uh, is there anybody have a song about friendship that you really love? Anybody? Yes. Lean on me, a great song about friendship. I love that one. How about any others? Anybody else got one? Yes. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. You get the Sunday school star. Uh, very good, very good. I know that's what you were going for. Yes, yes. All right. Which one? Oh, I couldn't hear. Oh, that's what friends are for? Yes. Yes. Now, I am surprised no one mentioned one of the best apart from you've got a friend in Jesus. Oh, yes. Jesus loves, Jesus loves me. You also get a Sunday school star. These folks, there's a lot of holiness in this, 
section of the, the sanctuary, yes? You've got a friend, yes. Yeah. Make new friends, yes. These are all great songs. What about, um, what about this one? Thank you for being a friend. Yes. Yes, Golden Girls. Come on, that's a great one. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. You know this one. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. You know you want to sing with me. That's a great song about friendship. There's so many songs about uh, friendship through our culture because friendship is important. It means a lot to us. All right, so here's an, uh, one more question for you kiddos. So where do you make friends? Where do you make friends? At school, yeah, yeah. Any place else? At church, very good. Yeah, yeah, we're all hoping for that one. Uh, yes, where do you make friends? That is exactly right. It could be anywhere. We make friends all kinds of places. At school, at church, when we're playing sports, if we're uh, in a music group, if we're at school, if we're at work, no matter where we are, there's the potential to make a friend. Because friendship is important. Now, in, in the gospel passage that Rosie uh, read to us a little bit ago, we find uh, Jesus calling these disciples to come and follow him. And Jesus did this for all the disciples in various ways. Come and follow me. And so what happened is that those disciples were then immersed in a set of uh, friendships. They were immersed in a, in a set of relationships that as they journeyed together, they, these were strangers that were then able to become friends. This happens in so many ways. Um, again, in all the settings that you mentioned, maybe you, you uh, have a neighborhood party and you, you meet some people on a block party. Maybe you have some folks over. One of our members had a few folks over on Friday night, her annual open house. You, you, find, you meet people there. You make friends in so many places. You, you are immersed in a group of people that have the potential to become friends if you will enter into a journey with them. And this is exactly what happened with Jesus' disciples. They entered into a journey with Jesus and with one another, which created the context for them to become friends with one another. Now, Scripture speaks of four different kinds of friendship. In the New Testament, there, there are four different words that represent different kinds of uh, friendship and different kinds of love. Four different words that represent this kind of, of love. So, storge is one of them. It's, it's familial love, if uh, love between uh, family uh, members. There's eros, that's kind of the romantic uh, kind. There's filio or philia, that's the warm feeling of brotherly or sisterly uh, love. And then there is agape. Now, agape is thought of being as the, the highest form of love that we uh, find in Scripture. This is love that is steadfast, active, and sacrificial. 
It's not fair weather at all. The other forms of love that, that uh, affect our relationships and uh, affect our friendships as well, those are, are highly emotive. But this agape is steadfast and true. It, it, it's, you love with a kind of a no matter whatness. And this is the kind of love that is meant to flavor the friendships that we have, that we talk about in Scripture. And again, this kind of agape love is formed when we immerse ourselves in relationship with one another and enter into a journey together. Now, uh, let me ask, I said, I'm going to ask one more question. I know I said I was only going to ask another, but I, I've thought of another. So what are, some, what are some great friendships that you uh, see in books or television shows or movies? What are some great friendships? We've already mentioned the Golden Girls. That, already, they, that counts. Uh, what are other friendships? Say again. Sam and Frodo, Yes. Oh my goodness, Samwise Gamgee and Frodo, Lord of the Rings, so good. Such a great friendship. What are others? Steel Magnolias, yes. Great friendships there. Huh? <laughs> yes, Han Solo and Chewie. Yes, yes. Very good, very good. Yes. Say again. Over the moon? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there's so many. You mean you've got, you've got Bert and Ernie in there. I mean, there's a great friendship right there. Batman and Robin, uh, another great friendship there. Lucy and Ethel. Anybody watch the Lucy show? Lucy and Ethel in there. Lorelai and Sookie. How many Gilmore Girls fans do we have in the room? There's so many friendships that we see. And these are all people in friendships that depicted in books and movies and other media. They're immersed in relationship together. People really getting to know one another in the midst of the journey together, the journey of life together, so very important. Friendship is something that you discover when you're on the journey with people. And it's not just the discovery of friendship that is important. It's the forging of friendship that is important. And forging just it means building. So friendships are built over time. The, the more time you spend with someone across a period of time, that's how you become deep friends. You've got to be available to one another across a long period of time. I mean, I think of some of my best friends. I've got a couple of great friends that I talk to either by phone or text almost every day. Certainly every other day on average, uh, I talk to um, my best friends. And, and then there, there's a whole host of friends that I talk to fairly frequently and see fairly frequently. And it's that frequency that deepens friendship over time, being immersed in a journey together. Now, the pandemic uh, did a number on friendships, studies say. Pandemic friendship uh, has had its challenges. Uh, certainly, we found ways to, to connect with one another during that time, but during the pandemic and since, it's done quite a number on, on friendship. 
Within the first two years uh, after we began to reemerge into uh, in-person life together, one in five Americans said that friendship was harder than it used to be. One in five said it's harder than it used to be. 46% say that friendship is difficult, is just generally somewhat more difficult than it used to be. So one in five say it's very much uh, harder than it used to be, and then 46% say it's somewhat uh, more difficult. Uh, in the American population, uh, one in 10 people said that they stopped communicating with most of their friends during the pandemic, and that has continued after. That's one in 10. People said that. In the, in the, the pop part of our uh, population that was most affected uh, by these changes in, in friendship has actually been senior adults, been most affected by these changes in friendship. So it seems that across our population, a good number of people have said that there have been disruptions, and, and the numbers even grow uh, larger than that when you ask people, well, are there tensions in, in friendships that weren't there before? And then many people, the grand majority, will say, yes, there are tensions that there weren't there before. I was reading one uh, therapist say, that what she is seeing in, in her clients is everyone is more irritated by something, and that something is actually um, smaller than those somethings used to be. So that is to say that smaller things annoy people or, or make a bigger difference in people's life and friendships than it used to be. So you'd, before you'd ignore things or you kind of let it roll off, but now it's like, no, that is really bugging me. And now it's an issue, it's a larger issue than it would have been before in our friendships. And so we've got, as a, as a culture, the, the trauma, the pain, internalized trauma and pain of the pandemic period has affected the way that we relate in every social space. And so it means then that we've got we've to do new work if we're going to be immersed in friendship and immersed in relationship uh, together. And, this is, and so this is the key. This is the challenge for us as we think about uh, friendship and, and how to immerse ourselves. It's simply doing so. One, one is doing so intentionally. It's saying, I know that I need to be with friends. I know I need to cultivate friendships. So I'm, I'm going to schedule it out. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to be more intentional than I used to be before the pandemic because I know that I need to be more intentional than I was uh, prior to the pandemic. Because for so many of us, we have social fatigue more quickly than we used to. So part of it is, is with great intention saying, I'm, I'm, I know this is good for me, and so I'm going to do it. Just like you eat something good because you know it's good to, for you, or you go exercise because you know it's good for you, so is the exercise of friendship good for us. And the second thing that I would encourage us to do is to, to speak honestly and openly with our friends. So one of the things that as, as I was doing research for, for this sermon series in general is that 
part of the challenge, part of the friction between friends these days is that people are not speaking to one another with the requisite amount of candor. They're not being as honest to, to say that, hey, there's this thing, and I, I just I want you to know that I, I love you and I'm with you, but gosh, there's this, this unspoken tension in our relationship that, I, that I've just been too uh, reluctant to speak about, but let me, let's, can we just talk about this? And entering into a space of, of honest dialogue and conversation with the deep knowledge that I care about the other person and they care about me, and so this is not going to, to rock our, our friendship and mean that we can't be friends anymore. No, what we're trying to do is build strength in our friendship. So those two encouragements is one, to be very intentional about connecting with uh, friends in whatever ways you can. And then if there are those things in, in relationships that are causing those frictions to talk about it openly with one another, to pray about it, and to remain committed to one another as we are immersed in our friendships together and as we seek to love with agape love, a love that is active, that is steadfast and sacrificial, seeking to emulate the very love of God in Christ for us. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can visit us at universityumc.church where you can find services, events, and other ways you can get involved. Remember that we love you. We hope you have a great week. We hope the peace of Christ is with you, and we hope to see you soon.